0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Listening to We Are Seek and Strike Podcast, the official podcast of Seek and Strike Collective, powered by Doral Motors and Roadrunner Law Firm. Here are your hosts, Seth and Chris.
0: Welcome to the Hive, guys. I I am Seth Bidoff joining you as always on here Monday night. It's man, I just so much to do, so much to talk about. I really just can't wait to get into it. tonight we are without Alicia. She is traveling, she's I believe she's coming back from a weekend in Mexico wish i could have been there
2: man so awesome
0: Uh, i mean we got josh to my left behind the board josh how you been this week
2: i'm good
1: i'm trying to stay out of this stupid heat that we're having here but what heat
0: this is nothing
1: today was nice saturday dude i burnt like a crispy chicken
0: that's just because there's no shade
1: (laughs) you
2: just (laughs) haven't spent summers (laughs) in the south
0: yeah exactly go to the south get the humidity then you'll see what heat really is.
1: No, I've been to New York in the in the summertime. And, no, thank you. New oh, York, stay away. Does, no,
2: That's not the New, New York doesn't no, count. No, no, no. Because I was
1: in New York when it was 100 degrees, 97 percent humidity. I literally walked outside and I looked like I just <laughs> took a shower. But you guys have your South, you know. You you Bama and Georgia kids can just yeah. You have your humidity. I'll I'll, I'll just have the dry, dead heat. I, I, love,
0: I love it. I miss it. You know, it, it's it's incredible. So, and of course, as always, sitting across from me, the one, the only, Chris Walker, Chris. How
2: you doing? Man? Hey man, I'm doing good. And speaking of the heat, I really could use one of those pop pops Italian ices. But I'll tell you, let me just tell you a quick little story, right? Summers in Alabama, there's always that mom on the street that made those uh, Kool-Aid popsicles in the Dixie cups. Yeah. You ever have those when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so you'd be trying to squeeze out the ice to get the, the Kool-Aid, you know, trying to get it on your white shirt because somehow you were wearing a <laughs> white shirt. But you know, so I'm just saying, man, I. With the heat right now, I definitely was reminiscent and I was like, I need some more of those kool aid popsicles. I mean,
0: really, it hasn't been too bad. It's been you know right around 90, maybe like 92, 93. so it has not been too bad. You a little bit of rain here and there, a little bit of rain today. so you know I can't really complain too much. I think it's all I think it, I'd have to go back and look at it. but I think it's cooler this year than it has than it was last year by this point. So it's definitely it's been enjoyable. It hasn't been, hasn't been too unbearable, but I mean there's so much to talk about tonight. You know, first off, big thank you to Cal- the band California Redemption for the song "Humor Me" here at the top of the show. If you want to hear more from them, you can find them on Bandcamp. That's California with a K, and it's California Redemption. And I mean, t- together the three of us, those of us that are here tonight, we are Seek and Strike. I mean, we've got so much to talk about. I keep, t- I keep saying it. We've got men's national team. We've got women's national team. We've got stuff going around the USL. We got late breaking news today from the USL, a couple different clubs. We've got our full time fan Q and A. We've got our Real Monarchs preview round two. And I mean, so many things to talk about. And of course, as always, if you've joined us live tonight, you can, of course, be a part of the show by texting us at 505 431
1: 8860. It's already blowing up. Already blowing up. All right. Can't
0: wait to get there. And, you know, you guys know we we love our sponsors. And tonight, as always, our show is brought to you by Dural Motors and Roadrunner Law Firm. Super excited about about our sponsors. Glad they have them on board with us. I mean, guys, it's been a weird week been a weird week we we had no soccer this weekend well at least no New Mexico United soccer so I gotta ask what have you guys been doing without you know without having to be out and about and covering the club this week
1: well uh, many of you don't know I I coach um flag football for uh, for the New Mexico flag football league uh I also host trivia nights at elephant bar so I'm, I'm you know I'm pretty busy with that dude kind of why stuff. are you
0: just not telling me about this trivia night What's that? Why are you just not telling me about this trivia night? Oh, oh you dude. got
1: You have a trivia night? I do have a trivia night. every what? night, Every Tuesday night at Elephant Bar. It's 7 o'clock. You guys can come on by. Free to play. You know, we go over sports, science, history.
0: That's literally like two minutes from our house. Like it's Team team seeking
1: strike. <laughs> yeah, you guys can come on down. I mean, any viewers that want to come on down, you know, come on down. Because you know, it's, it's fun. And uh, it, you can have a chance to win up to $75 in Elephant Bar rewards. Like... That's $75 worth of free food that you can win. Also,
0: right? that $75 worth of Elephant w- elephant Bar Rewards for $50 worth of Mexico United Gear. How about that? I don't know. You're going to have to bring that <laughs> up with the manager.
1: <laughs> you know, but, you know, I do represent the Seek and Strike podcast over there. I tell everybody that, you know, I'm with it. And, you know, we've got a few people that have seen interested. But, you know, this weekend, like I said, I barbecued like a freaking chicken at KFC because I was out in the, the football fields all day. Yeah. I showed you my sunburn. It's pretty nasty. Um, but, you know, my kids did good. We went one and one. First game we lost. Second game we t- went into overtime against one of the best teams in the league. And we pulled it out at the end. So I'm happy. I'm happy. But that's that's what I did all week. Hey,
2: hey man.
0: Chris, I saw you were busy this weekend. You had oh. some stuff going on. Like, I look, looked like you were out at Dural Motors. Like, what was going on over there?
2: Man, so Dural Motors put on a Dural Motors United Cup. Uh, so Dural Motors put on a... United Cup tournament, and it was a three v three tournament. They had so many teams there. I believe they had to turn some away. Um, there was uh, there was some of the same ones from before. The Paletta Bar, uh, the Curse had a team. Um, Top Season had a team. So there was definitely some, and there were a whole lot more. And um, so I went out there and <clears throat> and. They had that going on. Of course, I mean, they had a pool built into the back of a truck. Um, and then, you know, plenty of live videos. You know, Carlos over there at Dural Motors likes to go live whenever they do a video. Nothing is pre-recorded. It's all just instant instinct. So um, had a good time. Different sponsors over there. They had Liberty Mutual. They had Rio, uh, Rio Grande Valley Credit Union. Um, they had, uh, of course, Roadrunner Law Firm was a sponsor of that. Denali Furniture. And uh, uh, Red Runner Law Firm actually sponsored uh, Cody Mizell's appearance there.
0: Nice. So yeah. I saw some photos It looked like there were a few players out there.
2: Yeah, there was. Uh, so you had Cody Mizell, we had uh, Salim Muhammad, uh, we had David Estrada, uh, Daniel Bruce, your boy Daniel yeah, Bruce Brucey. was there. And uh, of course we had Devin Sandoval there as well.
0: Nice. So what was the turnout like? How did the tournament go?
2: Uh, the tournament went good. Um, I had come somewhere about maybe towards the half, towards the end of the tournament. Um, Of course, at some point I went from being out there under the sun to inside under the AC, hanging out when the guys arrived. And it was a a good time. They were signing tons of scarves. I think they bought... I I think they bought $900 worth of scarves. That might just... Wow. Yeah. And and maybe it was even more than, than that because it seemed like they had bags and bags of scarves that they were autographing. Um, stickers, they're autographing. Of course, people brought their own items as yeah. well. Uh, it was a good turnout. They had the Paletta bar out there. I missed out on the Palettas because they had melted by that point. <laughs> and uh, they had, you know, all kinds of taco plates. Uh, it looked like a good time though, for sure.
0: Well, very cool. You know, we were actually looking at the team's shop over the weekend, and they didn't have the polos up there anymore. Maybe I maybe we just missed them. I don't know. But yeah, they're just. My wife said the the, the team polos weren't even listed on the website anymore, which is kind of a bummer because I've really been wanting to get one of those. But, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I mean, that all sounds great. You guys had these great, awesome weekends. You know, I don't know if you... I know J- Chris knows, you know, what, what happened with, with my family this weekend. We got some bad news. and so, Prayers for you, man. Prayers yeah, for you and appreciate your Appreciate that. Yeah, it's just... For those of you that, that haven't followed, you know, we, ha- we got some bad news. Um, my grandmother, who has beaten g- breast cancer twice, she's been completely cancer-free twice. Um, she's been dealing with lung cancer for the past uh, year and a half or so. Uh, we found... Uh, they went. She went to the hospital to the ER again uh, a few days ago, and they found a lesion on her brain. So and they did confirm it is cancer. Um, so yeah, it's just it's been a rough weekend for us. You know, I hate. I don't want to be you know Debbie Downer on here, but you know we're um, we're trying to get back out there, go see her. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's been rough, you know. But you know, it's you know appreciate the prayers, all the thoughts. You know, um, I had a tweet they got. Retweeted by a couple by a couple folks out on Twitter, and you know, appreciate that. Um, you know, it's it's just a hard thing. You know, no matter any t- no matter who it is when you're dealing with it, but you know, I don't I definitely don't want to take away from you know what everything that we've got going on here and and I mean, Chris, you you told me something the other day. You said something. About, I, I think there was something about Josh Lane that I think he had he got published He had an art an art exhibit. Was that it?
2: Yeah. So uh, Josh Lane is uh, one of the team photographers for. Um from New Mexico United. Sorry, I, man, I'm, I need to get my coffee. I, I'm just I'm having some of those those reactions. Anyways, uh, no, but uh, he's one of the photographers for New Mexico United, and he was basically showing off some of his different uh, photography prints. Now, he does a lot more than just taking, you know, live-action shots of the team. He also takes a lot of different nature shots. He's taken some different trips. I had actually purchased a couple of prints. Um, I purchased this one that. uh is like a reflection of some evergreen trees into the lake. It was this Emerald Lake in Canada. Oh, it's really an amazing, cool. p- amazing uh, photo like that I'm gonna be getting here soon. And then also this other one of uh, Yosemite in the morning. He calls it, uh, I think, sunrise. And it's, you can see see the clouds just kind of descending upon the same sort of evergreen Oh, trees. you're
0: talking about Yosemite National Forest, not Yosemite yes. Sam. Yeah <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes
2: <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. And so um so yeah, so I had bought a couple of those, um, which I'm really pleased about and you know, wanted to go and show him some support. Obviously I really appreciate being able to utilize his photos and our articles, yeah. you know. Um, you know, we're thankful to the club for that sort of access too. But yeah, it was a good time and then while I was out there, of course it was so dang hot that I had to get myself one of those Italian ices that <laughs> nearly dripped all the way over me until I started drinking it. So it was a good time.
0: Man, hey. what, is this, what, is this, what are you beefing with Manny for? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got a Twitter notification on my phone. You just scared Manny off the show. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: <laughs> hey, guys, hey, guys. Um, we do have another member of Seek and Strike, our photographer, Adam. Adam, yeah. Um, yeah. A big shout-out to that guy. Um, this weekend, he's going to be in a photographer showcase. Uh, one of his photos is up for a big competition that's going to, if he wins, can go worldwide. So That's very cool.
0: Is there any way the public can get involved in this? So yeah, yeah,
1: work? you can check it out. I'll, uh, um, I'll have to post details about it on our Facebook. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Adam's going to be in a showcase this weekend, and he is, you know, part of our photography group, so he does that's those amazing great. photos yeah. for, for us. So yeah, that's it's going to awesome. be cool to see him. Yeah. You know, they, they talk to him about the United photos, so maybe we can share the world.
0: Yeah, no, that's very cool. You know, uh, definitely. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, Josh, will put that information out there, and hopefully, some some folks out there and check out uh Adam's, uh, Adam's work. Um, I mean, all right, Chris, I've got to, I've got to ask what, about this note here. You on our on our show notes here. You put something down about vegan burgers.
2: Yeah. So I guess I was feeling a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe I was feeling a, a little adventurous, and so I had saw this thing about bow and arrow brewing company having a evolution burger at their spot and okay i'm not a vegan okay i mean i've eaten you know burgers good and bad but i was like you know what maybe i'll go and give this thing a shot right let me go try it out um
0: yeah you gotta try everything once right
2: yeah yeah yellow right so yeah. so i was gonna go and try one of these burgers it got to the morning of and i was like i put the shout out on facebook you know that's one of my last like cries for help hoping that someone will convince me not to go right yeah and uh, and of course it probably came in the in the uh the words of of eva the uh, the roadrunner law firm our, our sponsor you know she was like she's like why am i gonna eat a burger that sets itself up to be like the real thing when it's not the real thing she's like i'm just not about that fake life and so i was yeah. like mm, you know <laughs> so then i went on the facebook group and i was like okay let me just see what people are saying maybe i can get reconvinced to go back to this thing yeah and i got the folks on there that are so pro non-gmo they're like talking about how this thing's got all kinds of soy and it's cancerous and such and i was like oh that's it like that's the voice of reason so i didn't go try the vegan burger i instead had a plan to go try griff's okay. again for the third time because it's not really trying it but, yeah you know i love a good burger so I didn't make it to that either. I just made it to Josh Lane's exhibit, and then went to Doral Motors, and uh, you know that's how it went. But uh, I was told later on that uh, Flying Star does have Impossible Burgers, and then today in my nutrition appointment, I was told that Carl's Jr. has Beyond. Burgers. They do. Yeah, they
0: do have those. Um, we actually went to um, Burgers Twenty One the other day, and they have um, they have Impossible Burgers there as well. So something worth checking out.
2: Grass Burgers good. There's one by my house. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, so I was really just going to pay the money for the reaction just to let you guys know, like, oh, man, this is just really not, it's not yeah. going to change my life. <laughs> but I was willing to drop $19 for it, though. <sighs>
0: 19 bucks. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't justify paying 19 bucks for a burger. I mean, give me, you know, like a $5 burger I'm good, you know, I'm, I'm set. But that's, this is not all, this is all fun and, 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 and good and everything. But that's not, this is not why we're here. We're here to talk soccer. I mean, we're halfway through the season now. We're going to start going into the back half. We're going to kick it off against the Real this weekend. But before we get into that, what's your biggest takeaway from the first half of the season?
2: You know, looking at 17 matches as far as USL is concerned, and of course, we're in the Open Cup. I mean, if we just went strictly USL, I think my takeaway is that it isn't strictly about just putting points up. I mean, hey, if it's flowing, take the shots, yeah. right? But, you know, it's more about form. And that's something that I really took away is like, okay, what's the form of our squad? You know, because obviously, when they're in good form, then everything is going to roll down the the river correctly. I mean, the shots are going to be there because the chances are there. Um, you know, defensive stops are going to be there. Obviously, the effort is a good momentum. I've learned so much. To be honest, I mean, I would say this is definitely the first year that I've really just been. Bam! Like, where's where's the next match at? Yeah. And so, just in my listening, and I'm sure maybe folks that are listening to us can kind of relate to that. You know, you know, the biggest takeaway is that um, <laughs> there's silence, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but the, my biggest takeaway really is just that it's not just about putting points up. It, there is so much more to the game. There's a good balance and. You know, that's what I've definitely learned on our team. I put an article out today just about how I feel like the team is in a rare form, you know, and, you know, it took all 17 matches to really get them there. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's something that I'm really focused on is just like how how the attack and defense works together. So yeah.
0: no, I, I, I can see all that. You know, for me, it's I've got to look at the club as a whole, not just the product on the field, but what but also what the front office is doing. I mean, it's been one year since this club was, was founded. One year. Can, can, just think about that. In and, and, and a year, we've gone from not having a professional soccer club here in New Mexico to having a fully funded, competitive professional soccer club. That's incredible. Look at, look at uh, all the other clubs around us. Look at all the clubs that are, that are failing, you know, or not failing, but they're not being successful in what they're doing. The front office has put together a technical staff, and that technical staff has gone, gone out and picked the, found the players that they wanted and that are now a part of this club, and the front office has made that happen. And then look at the fan outreach. I mean, We're, at, we're the number one high in, in attendance in the USL right now. We're drawing more fans per match than some MLS clubs. That speaks volumes to not only growth of soccer in the U.S., but growth of soccer in New Mexico, and just how much, this, how much this city and this state wanted a professional club here. And then to have the club perform at the level that they are, not, not, not only in the USL, but also in the Open Cup like we've talked about. I mean, their run has just been absolutely incredible. I agree. I mean, you know, we've, seen, we've seen comments across social media saying, you know, what happens when our guys start getting looks? And we've seen multiple articles now on USLChampionship.com and even a couple of even on like, I've seen one on MLSSoccer.com talking about USL guys that could possibly get a look yeah, from, I was from watch, MLS clubs.
1: I was watching uh, the Rapids and LA Football Club, and they were actually talking about New Mexico United. Were they? And how we beat the the Rapids and the Lamar Hunt, uh, they were just saying that New Mexico United can um, put up a good fight with the with the uh, the Rapids and they beat them of course and yeah. they were talking about Kevon Frader and how he's the Golden Boot leader right now yeah. and how well they did so we're getting some talk about even when we're not even playing so I like it
0: yeah I've heard Taylor twelve day stuff about it. I've seen tw- I've seen tweets from lots of different sources talking about New Mexico United and it's just uh, unreal what we've seen so far. And looking at it, and one thing that I've seen more of recently is, and I've seen it more so on Reddit than anywhere else, but people are saying, "Well, how long till we become an MLS club?" No, no, no. Keep your MLS. Keep your MLS. I want us to be what we are. I, I, don't care if we stay USL club for ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. I don't, you know, I really. Maybe one day we'll go MLS. I, you know, but that's not the goal right now. Right now, the goal is to develop players to build the community to build soccer and you we see the outreach that they're doing with the community with the soccer with the youth soccer here and I think it's just unbelievable how much of an impact this club has had in this area and across the state.
2: you know to really put that into perspective, what you're talking about keep your MLS we want usL is a uh, so the a day after I go out to San Antonio to see the United play uh San Antonio, I'm going to fly back to California and uh, go see LAFC versus LA Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cheapest ticket is $115. And then I was like, wow, okay, probably down with USL for a little bit longer because that's, I mean, that's probably the worst seat in the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And And
0: just think, and I've seen comparisons too about about the decline of attendance in Major League Baseball. Look at the price of, I mean, how much would a Dodger ticket be? Oof. Definitely, like, definitely
2: not cares. $16. Yeah.
1: Who
0: cares? Right. Well, I was just saying. <laughs> Overpriced.
2: Well, they're giving away Angels tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Josh just smirks in the back over here. But, I mean, that's the thing. Soccer is accessible to everybody. And unless you live in a major market like L.A. or Atlanta or New York, you don't necessarily have baseball readily available. And even then, it's way too expensive. You look at the you look at the twos, the MLS 2 clubs. You look at the USL clubs. It's like I said, here, here in Albuquerque, it's six, what, 16, 20 bucks a ticket. Yeah. I mean, you could take a family out out for that. You can't necessarily do that with baseball. Like it's just it, it's unreal. And, like I'm glad you get you're getting to go to your LAFC LA Galaxy match, but you know, it's I'm sorry. I'm I don't want to I don't need to overpay to see Ibra.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, I don't as good as he is. I don't, you know, to me, I'd much rather watch the guys like the ones that we have.
2: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I mean, this, you know that that match will be good to see. I I had debated on actually going to the match or going to a place near the match and yeah. watching it, but you just if you, you
0: it's got, the atmosphere.
2: You gotta go there. Yeah, you gotta go there.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be definitely be good to see. Let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Huh. see that? Ha. Nice, nice segue there. Switch gears <laughs> Love to it. our Doral Motors Revved Up Recap. We've got a few matches. No, we're not talking about New Mexico United. We do have. United States national team soccer that all happened right. this week. I mean, first up, we've got the U.S. women's national team. We beat France 2-1 on the back of two Megan Rapinoe PKs. After that, we've got England tomorrow. And then, I mean, it's just... Can this club go all the way?
2: I'm really actually enjoying their gameplay. Okay, mm-hmm. I watched the France match, and I I love the match. Okay, um, Rapinoe is... Doing her thing. I mean, obviously, you know, she is fine in the back of the net in these two <clears> matches, <throat> and that's been really awesome. Um, I liked the gameplay. I liked how, um, even towards the end, you you saw France trying to mount a run. I mean, yeah. They got that one point off, his, off of, like, a header right in mm-hmm. front. And I, for a minute, I thought, okay, this is going to be a 2-2 draw. You know, this is going this way, but... USA just kind of was resilient, and they kind of stuck to their laurels. They did what they needed to do. France was definitely trying to knock on the door and find it, but it was a great match, yeah. you know. And and it played all the way down to what the 95th minute. So,
0: yeah, it definitely it was it was a hard fought match. I mean, France, and this was one that everyone thought was going to be a potential final for this.
2: Um, it was a good preview to the final. I. <sighs> it should it, it should they. They should have just made this should have just just been the match, right? Because everyone's yeah. saying like this should have been the final match, and then it's unfortunate that it, it would not be that way.
1: I mean, and, yeah, I heard I, rumor that they wanted this matchup now that way France can eliminate. So when they set up the group, it was purposely put that France was going to yeah. go against the United States. I mean, it's entirely Josh is possible. Conspiracy theorist. I am.
0: I I don't think there's anything like intentional behind it. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs>
1: But, you know, another thing, too, about the, world, the women's team, somebody besides Megan has got to step up. Yeah. Yeah. Because she can't be the only one scoring our goals. Yeah, it's nice that she is, but, you know, what, what happened? What I mean, We haven't seen anybody, especially Alex Morgan. You know, I, I was expecting her team captain to be stepping it up. Where is she? She, hasn't she, had,
2: she had some good efforts, but, I mean, what you got to remember, too, though, is it's, you know, not all the games are going to be just people just raining goals in the back of the net. No, night.
1: I'm not expecting that, but what happens if – you know, God forbid this ever happens, but Megan gets hurt, or you know they double team her somehow. Next who, woman up, who would that be? I mean, it, it could I be, like the football player's wife, Julie Ertz.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. yeah. Okay, There's a, that's a good possibility there. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I like I like uh, what's her, uh, Sam Mewis. I think she's played really well for, for the club. You know, they've all. Uh, They've been very cohesive, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think sh- there's head and shoulders above performance-wise the men's national team. I definitely think they deserve more accolades than the men's national team at this point. But, yeah, it's, as a fan, I'm disappointed to have had the France matchup when we did. I think it's another good test for them.
2: It would have been a great final match. It would that, have been. That's what we're yeah, saying, right? exactly.
0: Could it would have be. been a great final. And that's not to take away from England or the other clubs that are still in it but it's Sweden. it's Sweden. Yeah, I think it's Sweden. And then, um, I they, I was just pulling it up there. yeah, it's, um, you know, it, I don't know. I kind of feel like the, the, the semi-final and the final gonna be kind of anticlimactic here at the end. But, uh, I, I think the U.S.'s chances are, are better than anyone else's as far as walking away. And I think that would, you know, so, I mean, that's where I'm at and I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to say really, um, they're getting a lot of coverage, but there's also been a lot of negative coverage. I mean, there was a story that came out. I think it was this morning, saying that the England uh, coach was was upset with the American, with the U.S. with the women's national team uh, front office, basically, because they were going out to the hotel that England was staying at. Did you hear about this?
2: No, no. So tell me.
0: So apparently, the winner of whoever wins this match between England and U.S. that's where they'll be staying for the final. So, like, it's because the finals in Lyon as well, so they'll be staying in that same hotel. And so, apparently, members of the women's national team was out scouting it or looking at other hotels in the area. And the England coach took exception to that, said it was unprofessional and that they shouldn't be there uh, because I guess the England club wasn't there at the time. So I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Like, why is this, this negative stuff coming out? It doesn't need to be. And they even asked. Um, the the women's national team about it, and one of the one of the girls said, "This has nothing to do with soccer. Why are we even talking about this?" And I, you know, she's got a valid point. You know, it makes no sense. I mean, I, just get on with the soccer. Let them play. That's my opinion. But, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, now going to the other side of things, back here in North America, we've got the Concacaf um, Gold Cup men's national team. We beat Panama one 0 Then we beat Curacao one nil as well. And on the heels of that, we've got Jamaica on Wednesday.
2: That's going to be a great match.
0: I mean, I'm disappointed that cavan's not there. But, you Maybe. know, it's the men's national team did not look good against Curacao. I don't know if you saw the match.
2: I, saw, I watched the match. The, the thing that stuck out to me, and I know you and I, we kind of sent some text back to each other, is that they just kind of broke down towards the end i mean they had towards the
0: the end the whole second half
2: well it for me that's where i really was like dialing in to see like how they would finish out because it was that one nil situation i'm like okay now they need to play solid defense they need to move the ball around you know they need to do their part with clearances but all the passes that they really executed were loose and a lot of those things were just intercepted and I was like, okay, any moment now, one of these is going to go in the back of the net. I mean, nothing did, but it just, I don't think that's how you want to be finishing matches where you're basically kind of at like your opponent's mercy. And the right. fact that they're not making, you know, positive F- or results on chances that were created for them, that's where I'm like, you're kind of at their mercy at yeah. that point.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, I mean, they had chances earlier, early in the match. Pulisic had a chance. They went just wide. Uh, they, got, they got the one goal um, there in the first half, but it took them a while to even really get into a flow and get that goal in there. But yeah, the second half, Cur- I, was, I kept waiting for Curacao to score. I thought surely they are going to, just because of how much pressure they were putting on uh, on our back line. And if it, if it wasn't for Zach Steffen, I mean, it really might have, They really, Curacao might have walked away with that. I mean, if you put Brad Guzan or even some of our other guys in there, I I don't think that we keep the clean sheet. You know? And so I mean looking forward, I mean we've got Jamaica next and then I mean Jamaica's been kind of the surprise of the tournament. They I think they've outperformed expectations. But looking beyond that, should we get past Jamaica, we've got pretty much it's pretty much assured that we're gonna get Mexico and Mexico is not a club to be trifled with
2: this this Jamaica team is stacked though right
0: yeah no I mean they're super talented they really are and like I said all they kinds
2: they, of USL players on that team yeah
0: they do have a bunch of USL uh, players and they've really like I said they've really just they've out ex, they've exceeded expectations this year I believe they got an upset in the last round uh, that no one was really expecting uh, but yeah it's yeah you know, looking at it I mean do you first of all do you think we're going to be Jamaica.
2: Ooh, the reggae voice. <laughs> you know, more obviously if I f- I don't I don't know like what the game is, you know, hinged upon like if you I know you look at a lot of things that says who's has who's the favorite, who's favored to win. Um, you know, on paper it would seem like Jamaica's obviously very heavily loaded, um good athleticism. You know, if the US pulls out A win here that's huge yeah you know obviously and with Haiti getting in against Mexico you know and people probably weren't expecting Haiti I mean anyone's beatable right Josh what do you think about it
1: well it's all about heart and who wants to play the most if you it, it comes down to who wants to put in the effort And if the United States puts in the effort I think that the way we have all tournament I think this is a very beatable Jamaica team but never count those Jamaicans man ever since that movie Cool Runnings came out <laughs> you can't never count out the Jamaicans <laughs> <laughs> as long as Zonka is not there kissing his lucky egg I think the United States will be just fine I think I think it's going to be us in Mexico for sure I, I really do
0: okay well I mean I think we're all pretty much ash- we're all pretty much in the same opinion that we're going to beat Jamaica
2: it's going to be a great game it's going to be a good one yeah
1: yeah I, I can even see it going down to penalty kicks.
2: that's yeah, entirely possible. And this game is on the third, right? It's on uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh man! Sorry, I won't two, to watch it. two days.
0: Yeah, two matches so, in two
2: days. Sorry, I have to interrupt you. Like tomorrow, that match is during the lunch hour. You know, I'm yeah. trying to make sure that I, my lunch <laughs> falls on the last half of the game. You know, so. Yeah. But.
0: Uh, well, s- supposing we beat Jamaica, what chance do we have against Mexico? I mean, do we really have a chance?
1: How good were the Dodgers' chances against the Boston Red Sox?
0: <laughs> I mean, looking back at what, at what Jamaica no has done in the in the gold in the gold cup, they beat Cuba seven nil. Uh, let me see where is it. Let me pull up their pull up their results here. They beat Cuba seven nil. They beat Canada three one. Then they went on to beat Martinique three two, and since then in the knockout rounds they or in the quarterfinal they beat uh, Costa Rica on PKs five four. And now they've got Haiti. Haiti came off of a win over Canada, 3-2. I mean, Mexico has just been pretty much unstoppable. Now, admittedly, the Cuba match was their best of the tournament so far, but they've they've won everything. They're coached by my boy, Tata Martino, (laughs) the uh, reigning MLS champion coach, Tata Martino. I mean, he's got Mexico playing really, really well. Do we stand a chance?
2: What? Okay Seth, let, let me ask you this, let me, turn, let me turn it back to you, right? So what things would have to go wrong for Haiti to have a really good chance?
0: Torn ACLs. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> That's what it would take, I mean Mexico's loaded. They really are. They are the best club in this competition
2: yeah I mean that's a fact it it's really it's just going to come down to the fact that the Haiti figures out what they got to do and maybe you know I mean I haven't watched any of Haiti's matches, so I don't know if maybe they're just really good at you know getting in the heads of their of their opponents you know if they're like a real physical team you know what kind of things they could implore from previous matches against Mexico to kind of shake you know a lot of their focus yeah, so.
0: yeah I mean it'll be interesting i just I just don't think Haiti has a chance I mean, it'd be nice to see it happen if Mexico did somehow get upset I think our chances of winning the Gold Cup this year get better
2: but you know but I on the
0: world stage how does that affect us if we beat
1: a club mm. that's not Mexico mm. think, can you remind me real quick if we win this we can automatically qualify right to the World Cup or is that something else oh to the,
0: the no 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 no, it's not no a, this isn't a qualifier for the World Cup okay. no this is okay. completely different okay yeah. Now World Cup qualifiers uh, will be next year. So. Okay,
1: sweet. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that was... Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. I, that's just my thoughts. I mean, we, we've got to play better. We really do.
2: Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are watching soccer, I mean, when you look at Twitter, are really kind of... They don't really care about the CONCACAF you know, championship. But I'm thinking, like, no, you, we should be caring about any match that our, our national team is playing in. And if they're doing this well... You know, where we a lot of folks thought that they would already be out by now. I'm thinking, let's just go ahead and hop on board. I know it's your your boy Tata, but I mean, like, look, if if the U.S. can say Tata to Tata. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. Then, uh, then, you know, I think we need to take it serious.
0: I mean, yeah, they should be. But, I mean, right now there's such a lack of faith in the men's national team based off of the World Cup qualifying for, for the last cycle and yes we've been we've done better but we've also had some funky losses
2: i'm i'm real interested to hear if any of the listeners have any any takes on the uh on the, the gold cup as far as uh, the chances of us and mexico hopefully we'll get some questions on that tonight
0: i'm sure we will and you know, i think it's going to wrap it up for our uh you know national team coverage here i mean we kind of want to jump in a little bit to talk about i mean Chris, we picked out some, some USL matches. I mean, really the only thing that stands out to me from our list here, Phoenix Rising. They've now won eight matches in a row. They've stormed to the top of the table. And I mean, they're just, they're, they've after the slow start, they've really turned it around.
2: I mean, they're in form right now. I mean, yeah. some things that I noted is that they, in the last five matches, uh, they have scored 19 goals and they've only conceded three goals. Um, Right now, they have three players that are like their three leading scorers. They got Asante with 12 goals. He's just exploding at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously taking their PKs, so which he's, you know, got his little style about it. Um, John's got nine goals. And, I mean, if you've watched some of the matches, John is like all in front. He's a big body. And any time that they have served the ball up there, he is like looking for those weird headers that he does yeah. where he like lays down on his stomach. Um, Fleming's got eight goals, too. So... I mean, they have some weapons up front, and that's saying a lot because when they started, it really was just Asante that was really doing anything yeah. for them. Um, so let's let's move into, okay, we know that Phoenix Rising is hot right now, but mm-hmm. who's not hot is Tulsa. Tulsa's not hot right now. They've lost the last five matches. Uh, they have actually conceded 19 goals, um, so they're not looking good right now. And, and this is to say, when we first played them, that match was somewhat of a, t- a hot match. We know that Lobo yeah. was just getting warmed up to scoring. Um, but Tulsa just lost to uh, Real Monarchs uh, 3-1 over the weekend.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Monarchs have definitely been playing better of late, and we'll get into that a little bit more here in a few minutes. But, yeah, I mean, Tulsa, I don't know what's happened. I mean...
2: They're I mean, on a skid, man. and uh, But... You know how it's been. You got a team on a skid, and then all of a sudden, they just play this one team. And all of a sudden, they're not on a skid anymore. And speaking of that, um, I had highlighted the El Paso matches. You know, and I know we like to give them, like, two minutes. But it, here's the thing, right? Like, they're our neighbors next door. And so I, I do like to kind of pay attention to some of their matches because they're sitting pl- pretty close to us in the table. They're only one point above us right now. Yeah. Um, but they actually are scoreless in their last three matches. They had that 1-0 loss to Las Vegas. Then they had that 0-0 uh, or nil nil rather, I guess you would say, to be technical, uh, uh, game with uh, San Antonio. And then, of course, they just lost 3-0 uh, to Fresno. Um, so they haven't scored any points. And and that's saying, with their leading goal scorer being Kisa Wetter, I mean, he has just not found anything in the middle. There's no shifty... You know, Clever uh, created chances for him. Um, there's something I, I wanted to highlight about the San Antonio match. I don't know if you saw it, but, you know, Twitter was on an uproar. But San Antonio's pitch, you know, was like a sandbox.
0: Yeah, I heard that it, it looked really terrible. I mean, I don't know what's going on with lower division pitches. This isn't the first one we've seen. I mean, we I don't know if you saw the, the stuff out in Bethlehem. Where they ba- where the uh, away locker room was basically like a a, a tarp being held up. Uh, if you saw that or not, There's like no, a bunch that. of folding chairs like back behind a tarp. That was their that was their locker room. And you know Charleston had their their pitch issue, pitch issues before the Open Cup match against Atlanta. I mean, what's going on?
2: Man, I don't know. I'm going out there in a couple months, and I'm, I'm thinking, man, do I take out some sand toys? Like, do I try to build a sand <laughs> castle in the middle of their pitch? or don't
0: sand flakes, man. Those are, those are terrible. I
2: don't know if Salt Bae went out there and just sprinkled some some sand off of his elbow. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but here's the thing um, that I wanted to touch on is that if you if you see some of the banter that's on twitter you know some of the supporters of el paso because that's really the only club that talks to yeah. us yeah. Um, they're like hey you guys play two more games than us if we had two more games too we could be up here as well but they just put they have now played 17 matches right and if you think about the fact that we're at 17 matches they have two matches where they have no points from it mm-hmm. so to me like that's on their club yeah. because they went 1-0 at home and then 3-0 on the road to Fresno. So those are their matches. Those are their chances to do something with the points. Now they're just sitting at 27. We're sitting at 26. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> they, Some of the complaints are, USL, you got to fix your schedule because our team shouldn't have to play all these matches against a team that's well-rested. And I'm like, hey, look, Mexico United has played several matches in a short amount of time.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
2: We don't pity you. Like, yeah. your team's just got to squat up.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's all it comes down to. But, you know, I, I'm sick of all these guys in the USL. I want to move on. So, I know that Albuquerque FC has been doing some fundraising. They're set to go to the playoffs. Uh, last I saw, they had raised over $10,000.
2: Yeah, they're at, like, just shy of, uh, yeah, you're right, just shy of $11,000. Yeah. The goal is $17,000, okay? Um, something I was thinking about today, and I don't know if it's gone through your mind, it's gone through my mind, and it's that I have seen everyone from us posting about it to the Curse posting about it to um, you know the other clubs posting about it to the youth clubs posting about it. I have seen everyone posting about it. I mean, I've even seen maybe some front office folks posting about it, but the one thing I haven't seen, and I'm just curious, is when New Mexico United's club page may actually start using its social media influence to kind of Drive what is missing for these ladies to make the mark Mm -hmm. because I don't I just and This is coming from a fan perspective is I don't understand why My big club isn't pushing the club. That's on the come up Knowing that there's a fan base of 14,000 folks and then that would happen in an instant they support everything that the club puts out so I'm, I'm kind of a little disappointed. I mean, what's your take?
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I, I thought I saw something from the club about it, I and mean, I could be wrong. But um, we'll go digging through the – we'll go, we'll go uh, stalk the Mexico United Twitter here real quick, for a minute. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's – everyone here in the community needs to be supporting these guys. Uh, I'm sorry, these ladies, you know, uh, getting out there, you know, whether it's just showing up in person, whether it's uh, supporting them on social media or getting involved in this fundraiser here. I mean they they really need the support.
2: Yeah, and I mean, hey, if if there are some things coming and I've spoke too soon, you know, I would love to be able to share the things you have coming out, but I just I'm just I looked on the Instagram and I didn't see anything that was like pointing us to like go and, you know, buy this or be here. I mean, I've even seen Star Brothers hosting the match tomorrow uh for England and the United States so that percentage of the proceeds are going to go towards you know the women's uh, fundraiser so I yeah. mean there are things that the community is doing but I just maybe I, I just haven't seen it so I'm just a little I'm a little concerned
0: uh, I don't I don't know we'll, we'll have to we'll, we'll definitely take a look through here I could have sworn I've seen a few things I mean I, I could be wrong yeah here we go yeah they're retweeting them so right there
2: hey there you yeah, go so the
0: club is giving them some love you know and, and you know that's part one of the things that Peter's talked about all, all year long is supporting soccer here in the community supporting the community at large I mean, speaking of supporting the soccer community here, what's going on with the Seoul?
2: So the Seoul, you know, obviously they're, you know, I mean, they're just sticking in there. I mean, yeah. they're 1-5-2. and two. Um, They had just played a couple of matches with Ogden and they uh, they lost one. They got a draw on the other. Um, they had a 1-0 lead on the on the second match. It looked like they were going to pull that one out. I and mean, then mm-hmm. you know, the other team obviously found the back of the net there. Um, but it's just, it's a tough season, you know. but. You got to keep playing, and they are. I mean, um, you know, this goal was scored by Alex Touche. Alex Touche is like this stud of a uh, defensive standout. I mean, he's like a defender, but he is like all over the place. The guy is obviously, you know, coming up. He's got more of an attack mentality. So I th- you got to keep playing. I mean, they can't give up. They can't be like, hey, you know, getting to postseason is, doesn't look very possible. Yeah. They they got to keep playing. and. You know, hats off to them because they didn't know they're going to have a season. It's abbreviated as it is, yeah. and they're giving everything they got. You know, and you know this obviously isn't just going to be a, a one year thing. I mean, they can build upon this, and you know, so I think that we'll just keep supporting the soul.
0: Yeah, that's all we can do. You know, we keep talking about supporting local soccer. You know, building these clubs up, and you know, the, the more fan support we have out there, the more that you know these clubs are going to have seasons, and the more that they're going to be able to invest back into the club. So I think that's going to do it for us for our Dural Motors Recap. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after these words from Dural Motors.
1: Dural Motors is dedicated to providing the ultimate automobile buying experience. Dural Motors is your number one source for buying quality pre-owned vehicles. In addition, we offer a full array of financing options to meet your needs. Visit Dural Motors at 6701 Lomas Boulevard Northeast in Albuquerque today. Or visit DoralMotorsNM.com. Welcome back to We Are Secret Strike Podcast. Back to your hosts, Seth and Chris.
0: Thank you, Josh. That's right. We are back. And Chris, we're here. We're ready for my, I said it last week, this is my favorite segment each and every week. We're going to jump right into our full-time fan Q&A, brought to you by Roadrunner Law Firm.
2: Roadrunner Law Firm. Josh,
0: you told us earlier that the text line was blowing up. Let's get right into it. Hopefully, we we'll hear from Egan again tonight.
1: Yeah, he's the first one. All right, Egan. Oh, Egan, Egan, what's Egan what's from London. <laughs> he said, mates, what's going on? Uh, he said, I cannot wait for this Saturday. We are going to take a picture of, get this, the Wells, New Mexico United Club.
0: Awesome. I can't wait awesome. to see that. Yeah,
1: so they're going to they're going to meet up at a local uh, pub to watch the game. The guy said he would open his doors at 3.30 in the morning <laughs> for they can watch it. They're going to drink, and they're going to have some fun. They all asked for the night off. So, nice. That's or the day cool. off, I should say, technically, for Look them. Look forward
0: to seeing some of those those pictures. <clears throat> you can tweet at us, bud.
1: Uh, he said, um... So who do you think the starting lineup will be? I hope it's the same that we have been seeing for the U.S. Open Cup, just to kind of get those guys ready for Wednesday's matchup. What do you guys think? Are you guys with me on this one,
0: Chris? Why don't you start on this?
2: Okay. Well, so this is what I think, Egan. I think that you're going to see. So I think you could see the starting starting the primary starting group. Like, so if you if. I had put out a post today um, talking about New Mexico and United being in rare form, or shifting in a rare form. Uh, you can kind of read that a little bit to get a little of the backstory, but I think that you're going to see the primary starting lineup that you normally see. I think that uh, you're going to see Daniel Bruce. Um, I think you'll see him, and I think that in the back, uh, you're actually going to see Josh Suggs. Um, I did talk to Troy. Now, I can't confirm that he's in the lineup, so don't quote me at that, but Uh, When I talked to Troy back at the LA um, Galaxy match, he did say that Josh Suggs had been training with the team prior to that match and that he did expect to see Suggs back in the lineup after the break. Uh, Whether that's going to be this uh, Real Monarchs match or whether that's going to be Open Cup, I don't know that much. Um, But I do know that you're probably going to be seeing him shortly. Um, So if it's not him, count on Austin Yearwood. He's done a great job stepping up for... Uh, Suggs in the corner there, and then I think you're going to see uh, Padilla, and then maybe a sub to Samson. But I think that's what you're going to see the main part. Other than that, primary lineup is what you're is what you're looking at. What do you got, Seth?
0: So you saying you saying that out, Josh? I, I was kind of messing with this with this app you you introduced me to the, uh, the what's it called the uh, lineup eleven app. Um, you, we kind of speculate that Josh will be back for the real match uh, you know, with the injury, not really knowing a timeline. Uh, so with him possibly coming back, he he may be on limited minutes, but I could see Josh getting in into the into the eleven. Um, I mean, I'd I expect to see Kevon definitely up top. Uh, most likely, Devin is all probably see him get 60, 70 minutes somewhere in there, because with Kevon being suspended for the Minnesota United match, uh, we definitely want to get Devin not necessarily a full ninety, but at least you know some. Uh, some some movement on those legs get him going after the week off. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think we'll see uh, almost like a four four two almost. Uh, you know Yearwood Suggs if he's in there, Schmitty in the middle as well, and then I also think I think we'll see. I like your prediction of Manny, but I think we'll see Ethan.
2: Do you think Ethan will make the start? Mm-mm.
0: I think Ethan will get the start with Manny coming on late. That way, then we'll see Ethan again in the Open Cup.
2: See, I would would differ there. Um, Manny Padilla has gotten play in both of the last Open Cups. Um, He did come on later into the match, but I I have to think that Lassane is going to put in Manny. Um, They're going to need to get the ball out of the back third, and so Manny can offer that. Um, And he also has that physical presence there too. So I I think that he's going to start off with more of that sort of aggression especially if he's got Suggs in too I think he's going to have everything being pushed up so that they can build out of the back mm-hmm. that's why I would kind of lean towards Padilla because I think that he's going to offer something up front for Bruce
0: yeah. well, we'll just have to wait until Saturday
1: and see
2: oh that's true
1: <clears throat> well guys you know also going to be a show without Emilio what's up
0: Emilio um,
2: Emilio uh, Neither he,
1: <laughs> he said that um, guys what do you guys think about the Minnesota United tickets selling out in 8 minutes um also, uh he said that he wishes that he can go. He voted for he took a he followed us on our Twitter and voted for Pancho Man or uh Sombrero Man. Sorry, geez, why didn't I say Pancho? Uh Sombrero Man. Cool that he won second place and still gets to go. Yeah.
0: So we were actually gonna talk about the plane uh here in a few minutes, you know, the 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 first financial credit union uh helped, just get, give help cover. It. I mean that, that's just incredible. Like I logged on to try to just just to even see what what kind of traffic it would, and Honestly, I, was, I, I got to the site at like 12.02, and at that point, I could not get to the checkout. I couldn't even add a seat to, my, to the cart. So, I mean, really, I think, those, I think folks were sitting there had, and had their tickets holding. I, know, I heard there were a few technical issues, but those got fixed you know, pretty quickly. But, yeah, to be sold out in eight minutes, I mean, it's around, I think as we said, I think we heard it's about 180 folks on the flight, including some front office staff. Uh, I, it's just unreal.
2: Yeah, I, I actually tried to log on because I was going to buy a ticket and then give it away on our show. But I couldn't even get in there. Um, but, you know, with the technical difficulties, that's just kind of a reminder if you're buying tickets on any application, make sure your payments update. Make sure your card <laughs> yeah. is updated. Make sure you're ready to go. Your app's got the be update. Because if I could have gotten there, I would have bought a ticket. We would have given it away tonight.
0: I think at one point they actually, uh, during the sale of these seats, uh, the club put out a tweet saying that at one point there were 22,000 people trying to purchase tickets to this.
2: So I got I can correct this. So it wasn't 22,000 people. It was 22,000 hits. So think about okay. each person hitting refresh. There were folks that were hitting was it F5 or F11? F4. F5. Yeah. F5, yeah F5. They were hitting F5 and they were. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was 20,000 okay. or 22,000 views or hits impressions, but it wasn't. Yeah. True twenty two thousand either
0: 000 way, I mean, because 'cause I'm 20, like they're not
2: twenty two thousand people <laughs> even at I up stadium. So
0: well who and, and we honestly we could probably fit fifteen in there every single week. But right. no, twenty two thousand hits in a matter of minutes for these seats is just unreal. Yeah. And the fact that the club got the got the sponsorship from First Financial, uh, you know, got the seats sold. I mean it, that's a, a crazy deal on those flights. So if you got a ticket, congratulations! Yeah, and congratulations. The, Take
2: some photos and tag us on Twitter.
0: Yeah, definitely tag us Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. You know, scream your lungs out. Like, we wish we could be there. You know, we'll be, we'll be out, and we'll talk about this we'll later. Talk, yeah, yeah, we'll, we're, we got some plans for for Open Cup, but uh, yeah. we'll talk about that later in the show.
1: All right, so we do have some New Mexican questions. Okay, what I mean by that, this is uh, by his name is Dale. He's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Blake's. <laughs> <laughs> no it was very close actually He has, he has two for us um, He said guys I hate to get off a little subject here But I just got to know Me and my wife had a big debate about this the other night About New Mexicans And how they pronounce things um, First things first though We had a big discussion Is it red or green chili when it comes to New Mexico And question number two Is it Blake's Lottaburger Blake's or Lotaburger?
0: All of the above you can do any you can do any of you, you say Blake, you say lot of burger. I, I say Blake's. Yeah, I say Blake's too. I say
2: I, mean, I say Blake's. I don't you don't she need to says, drop. Wa- the whole she name says water on burger or water burger. Lotta burger.
0: <laughs> you could I mean I could yeah, you could honestly you could say I I'm not a native New Mexican. You could say any three of them and I'll yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so the first question, red or green? I mean personally I like red. Can't a handle. lot of a lot of it depends um. on where it, on where I'm at though. So like I if I go to like Bob's, no chili at all because their chili is just it's too hot <laughs> it's to too enjoy. Hot.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it just takes away all the flavor. It's just too hot. Now, you go somewhere like Blake's, or I'm going to shout out to Benny's down in Las Lunas. Benny's has got some incredible green chili. But, yeah, it just depends on where you go. Like, Dion's green chili on your pizza? Ooh. Yes. Okay.
1: But, you know, I have had this discussion with people before, and they get really furious with me when I say Blake's. They go, no, it's Burger. Like they have literally This has turned into heated conversations. <laughs> it's it's become lot of burger. Like
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. But if you go to northern New Mexico, like the Española area, the Taos area, they call it lot of burger. Yeah. And then if you come down to Albuquerque, they call it Blake's. So yeah, I'm, I'm
2: calling. It's it. kind
1: of it's kind of like the Coke thing. Coke. Everything's Coke. Everything's Coke here for some reason. Or can you shut the light, Chris? Like who says shut the light? <laughs> I, I get that all the time here. hey
2: man it's you know the thing that i grew up with was it's off the hook but then somewhere it was off the chain and i had never heard that i'm like off the chain it's off the hook
0: i heard both of them it's right. crazy
2: so going back to the question about red or green you know it's green for me i agree um i like red but red doesn't like me and Dude, me too what <laughs> <that>? <laughs> and it, it must be the california blood in us because it, i cannot handle rich it really. must be but let me turn you on to something new if you're listening okay um, and this came out of I went to King Chef Diner in Colorado uh, Springs okay so this is what we got um, green chili and the, so if you you know how you do Christmas normally right you that's do, not
0: hatched green chili no no what hang are, on. What you?
2: I know it's not it's not hatched <laughs> sure. but okay here but you can make it hatch here okay so instead of doing Christmas like you would right like they do the green chili on one half and on the other half they do sausage gravy like biscuit you know okay. biscuit, yeah. biscuits and gravy sausage gravy so you got the pieces of the sausage and the gravy, and then you got that green chili. It's a good call right there. It's like I'm gonna call that like uh, snow snow on the trees because it's <laughs> like legitimately so good. So okay, you can try that out sometime.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, who was that
1: question from again? Uh, this is from oh, I lost it. Yeah, the last one. Sorry,
2: Dale, right? Dale, yes. Dale, there thank it is. you, Thanks so Dale. For we appreciate
1: Dale. it. All right, this one is from Stephanie. She's texting in before. She's the San Jose fan. Yeah. Um, she's no. she's just like um. Hey guys, um, I see your schedule coming up. Pretty rough stretch ahead for you guys. Um, How do you think the United will come out at the end of this month? I really hope that you guys put a number on Minnesota United. Um, I really hope that the USL squads, you guys in St. Louis, do really well. Um, Now I heard that if you guys win and St. Louis loses, there is a $25,000 bonus. Can you confirm me on that? Thanks again. Love the show. I love the USL. I'll be cheering for you guys um, this weekend and also... The 14th against Cardiff City
0: all right Stephanie thank you so much for the question so I'll start with your last question first yes for the furthest advancing USL club does get a $25,000 bonus Um, right now uh, st. Louis is ahead of us because they've had better results uh, because we've had so many go to extra time and then PKs Um, so as long as we both continue to go they are ahead of us um, as far as getting that bonus now, yeah, again, if, if we beat Minnesota United and St. Louis loses, we would get the $25,000 bonus. There is an additional bonus to the runner-up of the entire tournament. So we'll, we'll get to that later uh, once we get there. Um, and as far as the schedule goes, I mean, our schedule's been rough for the past month already.
2: They're getting ready to play four on the road.
0: Yeah, we've, we've, we've just played, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five in a row on the road. And coming up here in July, we've got one, two, three, another four more minimum on the road. So now I think if we win, though, uh, against Minnesota, the next Open Cup match isn't until August 7th. So, yeah, we'll be f- we have four more in- here in a row on the road before we come home for, I think it's two matches. So, I mean, fortunately the, back, the latter part of our schedule is very loaded with home matches. Um, I mean, I think looking at our upcoming schedule, we've got Real, uh, just league play in Real, Fresno, Sacramento, and El Paso. I mean, if we can come out of here, come out of this with I don't know, six, eight points, seven points, I think it's pretty successful.
2: You definitely got to get the Fresno match. Um, I mean you have to get you have to get points in all of them let's let's be clear about it, and you want to get three is the, is the goal. but we definitely got to get the win on Fresno, especially now because they're in form yeah. Sacramento, um, we should have had the win the first time. We definitely got to get that win. Be on the road. If they can get that one point, I'm okay with that one. Um, El Paso, that has to be a win. We, yeah. we, we just absolutely can't share any points with them. Nope,
1: not at all. And we got one from Derek in Tampa Bay. Uh, he's back on the show. He said, hey, guys, just looking at the United schedule coming up, and I see that the, we're going to hit the September, October time. How do you think this is going to affect the United come NFL football season time when they have a game on a Sunday? and people are watching the Cowboys or the Broncos play or their NFL squad team, do you think that will hurt attendance, or do you guys think that uh, this will be no factor at all?
2: Man, thanks for the question, Derek. I'm just going to answer honestly. This is not going to affect – I don't think our schedule or our attendance is going to be affected by NFL. I don't think anyone – is, I don't think most people are really tuning in to anything else that's happening because right now United is the thing and that's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, I mean, I I have other teams that I like, but I'll just give you an example. I bought baseball tickets for Isotopes this year here, our local team, and I probably have wasted my tickets because I have not gone to all the matches that I have bought tickets for. <laughs> so, And that's just because I'm fully into New Mexico United.
0: Yeah. I mean, looking at the schedule, uh, Derek, uh, we've I mean September, October, only two of our matches take place on a Sunday. And, I mean, for us out here, football starts at 11 a.m. And then the, the, le- the late game start at, what, 2? So yeah. it's 2, 2.15, somewhere there. So I don't really see it affecting it too much because, I mean, is the NFL schedule even out yet? Let's
1: no, no times have been released yet no times But, like, if you get, like, a Sunday night football game, like, that's, yeah. like, Cowboys-Eagles or something or something. Now, cow-
0: now if it's, like, Cowboys... Somebody or like Denver.
1: Well, I know there's one. Like I think there's a Sunday night where it's Cowboys Packers, and I think it's on one of no, the Sundays that, that we play. That would be a good game. See, like I don't, I, I just. It would I, depend
0: on the matchup. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's. I think really it's going to come down to one or two one or two teams. If either Denver or, or Dallas is playing, then we might see it hit. But.
2: Guys, yeah. guys, Come I'm on. guys you you listening really to, to, to yourselves to are you listening to yourselves right now Denver I didn't say anything, or Chris why are you yelling at me Denver or Dallas? you know what's gonna really if there's gonna be something that was gonna threaten the attendance in New Mexico, it's gonna be the state fair ooh,
1: that is very new <laughs> eh. no, but you know what state fair sucks. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a nightmare game. to get out
2: of there. It's, is it really that big of a draw? Man, like, the turkey legs are bomb. You
1: got to deal with. You got to deal with. Oh no, no, I'm a gangster. You know, like half the time you're there. So it's just like I don't. I don't see it. The state fair, balloon fiesta, possibly if we have a game during balloon fiesta.
0: Maybe
2: it's like the state fair part two. But same the, but food. the
1: thing
0: with that, well, the thing with balloon fiesta is you've either got the people that go in the morning for the for the ascensions or the, or, the, or, the, or the, the, the event glows and that's it.
2: Yeah, but those stuff so, bring in a lot of people too. They do. Folks are going to stream their ESPN app even if they're at the <laughs> event or they're on a the Ferris wheel. So don't. it's, it's oh. not going to get done.
0: So, I mean, it, yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I'm trying to look at the NFL schedule here. So we were talking about, What were those two matches? Uh, September 1, September 8. Let's see. Uh, so that's what, week four? Week three, week four, somewhere in there. Uh, Let's see, week four, September 26th. No, wow, maybe it's week one, is it really? All right, September 8th. That's the 5 p.m. match that we've got against uh, Oklahoma City. I mean, really that night, you've got, looking at your matchups that day, Pittsburgh and New England. Okay, and that's that's the Sunday night football. Um, And, uh, I mean, Dallas and the Giants at 225. So I mean that game's gonna be over at four thirty. There's no reason you can't get out to the isotope park. So I'm, or, just, I'm sorry, that's not isotope's park, but
2: I'm just telling you guys that I I don't think you need to invest that much time into it. It's it's simple as that. Like the folks that are gonna be in the stadium for New Mexico United are gonna be there. If folks sit at home and they watch football, there are other folks that are gonna buy tickets. It's yeah. gonna be fine.
1: Yep. All right, and our last one, this is our last one. This is from Devin. He is from Albuquerque. Ooh, I hope that's not Devin's animal. <laughs> uh, he said, guys, if you were to have a one-on-one, Seth versus Chris, ultimate soccer matchup, who would
2: win? I don't know. Ooh, let's go now.
1: <laughs> um, let's see here. I think it
0: depends on the format.
2: The format.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think if it came down to penalty <laughs> shots, ooh. <laughs> I got power, man. But you got horrible aim. You're a Raiders fan, so you guys... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, honestly, it's I not, would... His,
2: his decision's not based on facts.
1: If it was like one-on-one, Chris, man, with the heat and everything, I think uh, Seth can out- outrun you. Uh, so I, I give that one to, to Seth. If it came down to penalties, though... Man, Chris, you're a good goalie, man. Because big guy, you know, you got some broad <laughs> shoulders. I think you can make. I think can make a couple Cody Mizell saves.
2: Good goalie. So, do you know in three v three there's no goalie, Josh? So there's there's no goalie.
1: But if it came down to penalty kicks, and between you and Seth, I don't know, man.
2: Right, but there's no goalie in know, that I mean, format. So we'll just go ahead and say precision on the shot.
1: Precision. Okay, whoever's well, got the best shot.
2: Yeah. Do you, can you kick I with your can you kick this. can you kick with your left foot? What's a foot? What's a foot? I'm What's sorry, foot? can you, can you yeah. get your left boot? <laughs> your boot?
0: Yeah. No, it's, I'm, I play baseball, so, you know, it's a whole working with your feet thing is not really me.
2: But. I mean, we could set this up one day and yeah. just go take some stuff. I would love to record
1: this, so let's please <laughs> do make this happen. Hey, Josh
2: David, can we uh, set up your uh, 3v3 uh, um, soccer Go. Uh, yeah, that's
1: uh, that. Guy. <laughs> we need,
2: we because I would love to
1: see this. I, I would go Facebook Live for this. Actually, <laughs> shout I, I out shout
2: out to New Mexico Street Soccer. If you set that up for us, we'll come out and we'll take shots, and uh, it'll be a great thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. You know, and I think that's going to do it for our full time fan Q and A this week. You know, our segment, of course, is brought to you by Roadrunner Law Firm. Uh, we're gonna go straight into a break. Uh, we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to We Are Secret Stripe Podcast. Here's your hosts Seth and Chris.
0: Thanks, Josh, and uh, as all you know, we are back again. Last segment of the show. I mean, we're going to jump right into our preview of Real and New Mexico United. Uh, but before we really dive into it, first thing we got to do, we got to give a Four Corners Cup date. Um, so we actually missed a match last week. Uh, Real actually played Colorado Springs. They did beat them two one. Um, looking at the updated standings, United is, of course, still in first place, followed by Phoenix and then um, uh, with Colorado and Real pull, bringing up their rear. So I did a little bit of a theory crafting on this. Uh, if Real loses to us this weekend, Real is officially eliminated from the Four Corners Cup. Uh, if they draw or win, of course, they are still in it. And Colorado is basically all but eliminated at this point. So...
2: i got to interrupt you, sir. Okay. We're doing a Four Corners Cup Date, and you failed to realize that I've got four cupcakes on the table from Small Cakes. <laughs> so, what is
0: Small Cakes? I've never heard of them.
2: Well, it's this business that makes cakes and cupcakes, right? Okay. But small cake is like a cupcake, which is what we're looking at. So, we're doing a cup date, and we joked about it, but I went out and actually treated you guys as some cupcakes. So, oh, awesome. we'll definitely have to have one of those after the segment. But just wanted to make yeah. sure that our cup date had a cupcake.
0: Yeah, those look pretty good. Looks like one of those got, have an Oreo on top of it. That's or something. you. That's all That's you. That's me. All That's right. That's
2: all you. That's good. good. so let's go back into the cup date.
0: So, yeah, back into our cup date. You know, like I was saying, you know, Colorado is basically all but eliminated. Uh, if New Mexico wins this weekend, uh, there is no way that Colorado would be able to uh, even have a chance at it. Uh, Real would also be eliminated uh, with a loss. Um, so yeah, I mean, looking at it, you know, we talked, we mentioned it earlier. Real has won their last three matches in a row. They're coming into it, um, coming into the match on a bit of a, a bit of a winning streak. We're not doing so well in, in league play. Open Cup, however, we have had better form. Um, I mean, Chris, what are your expectations from this? last time we've we played Real, it was here in New Mexico, and we beat Real
2: 5-1. Really, I mean, that match, obviously, things were going well for our guys. I mean, they were able to turn up the jets with the scoring. But again, I mean, if we're looking at uh, the philosophy that Lysane is really pushing right now, you know, I mean... I'm sure he's not going to be against them uh, reining in so many of those goals, but ultimately I think he's gonna be more focused on them getting you know, the two 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 goals up and really just holding them. So it's gonna be more about us not just uh, going crazy on the attack, it's gonna be more about a defensive strategy. So, and you have to imagine that, like I said, Real is on a three game win streak, and regardless of the quality of opponent, I mean, they still have the momentum uh, going into this match.
0: Well, let me ask you. So the news came down earlier today that the Real Monarchs uh, head coach, Martin Vasquez, actually resigned from his position. Um, Jameson Olave is now the interim head coach. What sort of effect do you think this is going to have? Now, there weren't really any, There wasn't really any information given. It didn't, you know, I did look at multiple sources. They all said that he resigned. So he wasn't fired, but they also didn't cite any specific reason that was given. What impact do you think this is going to have on Real not only this weekend, but going forward.
2: Well, I mean, anytime you change leadership, um, the the best thing to do to keep everything running, because, I mean, the technical staff isn't leaving, is just to keep running the same system. I mean, obviously, there are other people that had bought into it, and they're going to make their fine tweaks over, over the few matches. I, you're just not going to see them do any halts or any, like, you know, full uh, overhaul of the system right. because... That would just not be smart. They've invested too much time into the other way. Um, but, of course, if he can implement small things that uh, obviously drive a catalyst, then, you know, if they can just catch a break somewhere, then maybe they can ultimately gain some momentum and, and add a few more threats that weren't there. So um, I guess for them it's going to definitely be kind of a hit-or-miss thing, throwing pasta at the wall to see what sticks.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we already talked about our projected lineups a little bit. Uh, we kind of looking at where the two clubs are at. What do you think the outcome is going to be? Do we see another five-one victory? Do we see something that's a little bit closer?
2: I really don't think that we're going to see a five-one victory. If we do, that's great. But honestly, I think we're looking at more of a two-nil win. Um, if Real gets a point in there, then you're looking at a two-one win. You know, three-one at the most. But ultimately, it's going to be more about them playing solid defense and moving the ball around and staying uh staying uh fresh you know troy will look to put in some fresh legs just to keep everything mm-hmm. running but i i don't i don't think it's gonna be this high scoring match not because they're not capable because they don't necessarily need to um yeah. one thing that they did well in the earlier part of the season if you remember is they only took shots that they needed to take, so they had a very high conversion rate, and they have to get back to something like that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're coming in as we finally have some rest. I mean, we, we've had a jam-packed schedule for the last two months. Yes, we're still on the road, but we we have had the time off this week. I think that's going to play a huge factor in into our performance, uh, not just um defensively as far as our effort goes but we're going to see we're probably going to see some things from from Santi and from the guys up top um trying to get some different looks get better shots on goal and hopefully converting more chances so you are gives a couple possible ideas i want to ask you let's go on the record what are our predictions for this week
2: oh as far as the real game yeah oh so i'm i'm i thought i was just i thought i just gave it uh well you have
0: three different scores you I'm said 2-0 2-1 3-1 i mean what do you think? 2 0. 2 0? Okay. Josh?
2: Well, I mean, we
1: did uh, so well against him here. We had plenty of rest. I'm going to go 4 2 us.
0: 4 2. Okay. Wow. High scoring match there. Um, I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. Um, I, I, yes, I think, like I, said, I just, I, like I just said, I think we're going to be rested. We're going to be prepared. Um, you know, we're coming in. We've got. Kevin Freider obviously leagues you know, one of the league's top scorers right now. Um Yeah, I mean, I could see us netting a couple. I'm not I don't really see Real posing much of a threat even given the the um, the form they've been in of late. So, I'm going to say I'm going to say 2-1 us.
1: 2-1.
0: Yeah, 2-1. So, yeah, I, I mean, I much needed road points. I think we I think we walk away with that one, so. I mean and, and it'd be great it's a great way to open the second half of the season. I mean do we see I know we've always talked about putting the, the full focus on every single match going into every match with that winning mentality. Do we continue to see the same effort in both? Do we see more of a focus on league play or do we continue to, or do we continue to try to finish out this cup run?
2: Well, you're going to definitely see, I mean, a focus in both. I mean, here's here's the thing to just to make the focus. The team has to ultimately do the same two things in every match. I mean, they have to create enough chances to get the points. They got to have the good ball movement. They have to be able to build out of the back. These are things that they do. They have to be able to shut down on defense. They have to be able to kill anything from really coming down, it's better to win it at the top. What you really need to see is the attacking third um, winning the ball up top from them to keep more things from getting deep into the back third, because if our attacking third doesn't get back into a defensive transition, then you've got the back line basically trying to come up top to stop anything, and that's what creates those 1v1 situations against Cody. So, um, whether or not they are up 1-0 or they are down 1-0, it has to be the same. They have to come in and they basically have to disrupt anything that Real's doing and then they have to take over the game. And that is what they're going to have to do in every match.
0: Yeah, No, definitely. And that's something we've seen you know, throughout the season. You've got to provide that disruption. got to provide that solid defensive effort. Um, you, know, you just mentioned disrupting what's going on, and that's kind of a good transition to, to our next segment. Talking about disrupting things that are going on, Lobo men's soccer. I mean, officially done as of today. There's no more Lobo men's soccer. And to me, that's disappointing.
2: Yeah, that one's tough just because um, the program has obviously been very successful. And with the birth of a pro soccer team in its backyard, it could have obviously done a whole lot for it. I mean, the sky's the limit. Having... The pro team, having the college, I mean, I definitely see some sort of cohesion between the programs, definitely. Um, I think it attracts more folks here. I mean, we know that uh, the Lobos have been successful. We've had, you know, so many, um, they've had some championships. I mean, ultimately, they've had that going on for them. But One of the most
0: successful UNM sports programs.
2: Right. And so the fact of the matter is to, to take the college out, to me, that that's rough because, you know it everything is already somewhat nothing is really bridged here i mean if you if you really consider it all just for the way it is but i mean we have our new mexico united they're not you know they're not a two team to an mls team we got our soul they're a usl team but they don't have a parent team yeah and then you know of course you have the college program but now we don't so you know i just hope that they bring it back i mean that's ultimately what I hope but you know for that coach who waited until the very last day and then he sent that message out it's like I'm sure he was not giving up hope that's yeah. something he believed in and I just hope that he has something that something is better that's coming his way and then I also hope that the program comes back.
0: Yeah I saw he tweeted out he's actually been staying here in the state to help continue to develop soccer here yeah. in the state of New Mexico which is great you know he, he's been uh, Coach Fishblanch has been such a huge part of the community here growing the soccer and just being a part of the of the UNM athletics program
2: some, something that is cool that I, I would let you know about is that there is this uh, UNM Lobo Men's Soccer Club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I first heard about it, I thought somehow it was surviving players of the team that started a soccer club. But it really isn't. It's just guys that came here because they, they heard about the soccer team, uh, this gentleman, Alex Hernandez. And uh, and so they, they had heard about the program, and they wanted to start a soccer club, kind of paying homage to it. And then when this whole thing blew over with the club uh, with the team not being around they just thought what better way to just really, you know Keep a sport around the university that yeah. folks li- like so I mean Definitely look out for the UNM uh, men's soccer club. That's going to be managed by uh, by Quinn Who actually uh, works in the front office of the uh, New Mexico United so that will be pretty cool So
0: yeah, and you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that and if maybe someday you, men's soccer comes back to the University, I mean yeah. who, you never know but I mean, we've got a lot of other things that are going on. Uh, you know, I want to give a big shout-out to Somos Unidos News. Uh, I'm sure you may have heard the news. They have officially found a charter bus that's going to be going up to Minnesota next week. And I think they put out the ticket information. I think it's $149 uh, round trip. Leave on Monday, come back on Friday. Ticket to the game, swag bag. All it's in a double-decker bus. Double bus. I mean, shout out to those guys for putting it together. Yeah, it's just another way. News, we love you guys. Yeah, just another way to get more fans up to Minnesota. But for those of you that can't make it to Minnesota, the city of Albuquerque, as announced by Mayor Keller, is putting on a watch party out of Civic Plaza. Now, Chris, you and I—we've talked about it. We're going to do our, our, our. The plan is for us to be there. So, if you're coming out to to the watch party, uh, look for me and Chris. We'll be hanging out. There Josh, and actually, will there Josh will be
2: there and Adam will be there we'll have the whole awesome. Alicia will be there so we'll, we'll have the whole crew unless Alicia uh, somehow makes it to Minnesota with Raphael <laughs> but the whole Seek and Strike crew will be there um, I'm trying to get something cool promo made it's going to be down to the wire if I can pull it off or not but um, either way we'll be there we'd love to meet you in person if we don't know you in person if we do come say hi hang out with us um, what's cool about that is uh,
1: a good friend of mine his wife works for Mer- Merrick keller and she was part of the team that put this on so okay Very uh, cool. it was one of her ideas to make sure that this happened so yeah. big shout out to jennifer Esquivel for putting you know putting tim keller up to it and yeah. saying that we need to have a watch party uh, downtown so
0: that's awesome so we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back Where's the call, ref?
2: Yeah, man, that should have been a yellow.
0: They just never seem to get it right.
2: Ah, and the game continues.
1: If you have been hurt or injured by someone, you deserve the right call. Roadrunner Law Firm specializes in personal injury cases and wants you to get the right call. Raise up a yellow card if you've lost a loved one due to a wrongful death, been in a car or motorcycle accident, been hurt by a drunk driver, or been hurt due to negligence of others. If the right call was not made, we'd like to hear from you. For more information, visit our website at www.roadrunnerlaw.com or make the call to Roadrunner Law Firm at 505-444-4321. Welcome back to We Are Seek and Strike Podcast. Back to your hosts, Seth and Chris.
0: All right. Thanks, Josh. We are back and we're just, we're kind of closing out our show here, you know, but before we get out, Chris, I got one thing. What is the deal with you and Manny Padilla?
2: Man, you know, I mentioned
0: it earlier. Like you, you got him tweeting at us in the middle of the show. Like, what's going on with this?
2: So, I'm a Clippers fan, and I just learned that Manny Padilla is a Lakers fan. <laughs> <laughs> and, He's a and, and so, fan. and so one day, I, so the other day, I was like, man, I hope we get Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. I was I had this fat Christmas wish list. Oh, and I learned out that one of my favorite players. Yeah, did, you
0: want Jordan and Pippen too.
2: Yeah, too. And then and he <laughs> he's like, you're not gonna get them. And I was like, come on, man. So we had this little thing going back and forth, and and uh, you know, and, and Manny tried to mic drop me with the 16 championships, and I of course I retaliated with four screenshots of how the Clippers have won more games in the last four years against the Lakers than the other way around. So yeah. then today, uh, so Manny drops a tweet and says, I told y'all. You know, because KD went to the Nets, and it's presumably that Kawhi is going to the Lakers. I personally think that they just gave him a couple Blaze pizzas, and he's like, all right, I'm going to make my decision, and he's still going to wind up as a Clipper. Because I don't know if it's official yet, but, you know, I, me and Manny are going back and forth on that one. Luckily, he likes the Dodgers, so I don't have to worry about him being an Angels fan like Josh <laughs> over here. But at least that's hey, what's hey, going on, hey. so... So see that's nice to <laughs> the angels. right
0: You got to make up the Manny so we can get him on the show at some point. Like I, I know, I know. <laughs>
2: I, I, we got to get him on because he'd have something good to say. I'm sure.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's, I just I had to ask about that, and you know, we're, you know, we're running short on time. So I mean, I just we, I can't thank you guys enough for being here tonight. And you know, as always, our show is not possible without our sponsors. Uh, huge seek and strike welcome or thank you to to our sponsors, Drell Motors and Roadrunner Law Firm for their continued support of everything that we're doing. And, of course, we're always interested in teaming up with other partners here in the area that are interested in in supporting what we're doing here uh, at Seek & Strike. And, of course, if you'd like to talk sponsorship, you can always email us at seekandstrikecollective at gmail.com.
2: And, of course, you can listen to all previous episodes of We Are Seek & Strike podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're even also on Google Podcasts as well. If you hear something you like, please consider subscribing. You'll never miss an episode. Uh, We thrive from feedback, and please leave us a review. Uh, If you really like it, definitely leave us a five-star rating. Um, For all of our Seek & Strike Collective social media, you can find it on our website at seekandstrikecollective.com, and then just click the social media tab. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us here tonight. For Alicia, who is not with us, but we wish you a safe travel back, Seth, Josh, and myself, we are Seek & Strike Collective, and you've been listening to We Are Seek & Strike Podcast.
1: See you next Monday, guys. Goodbye.
2: Happy 4th.